Ah, welcome to the Legion Report, season three, episode three. Um, we're talking today about training smart um, and, and everything and what that means. Okay, I'm Ray Farrow. And I'm uh, Danny Hayter. Welcome. Um, hope everyone's well. Going into week, well, week three of our podcast. God knows what week it is in lockdown. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, as Ray mentioned, looking at, we've, we spoke about nutrition and sleep. Um, and we feel those are really big byproducts of of how you train. And now we're going to sort of go through some some different sort of training um, methodologies. Probably the wrong word, but in that sort of framework, um, different training methods. Maybe even some some training. Did you stay over forty, Ray? <laughs> yeah. So, so like, we're going to talk about what, what it's like to start training in your your later years, should we say? Well, mid midlife, I'd say nowadays, isn't it? So training over forty. Uh, so just getting us started off. So we talk, we we name this podcast training smart, and um, what do we mean by that? Well, we we, we mean, and it's like I always like to think about, um, and it sounds a bit like a James Bond film, but train to train another day. Um, ding, ding, ding. Uh, ding, ding. <laughs> um, so what 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 I mean by that is um, you should be able to train so that you can come in the next day and train um as simple as that uh, not so don't go down the road where you you smash yourself for one day and then you have to have three or four days off just to let your body recover from that because you you you're either treading water or you're actually stepping backwards rather than going forwards to where you need to go so you need to be a bit more smarter uh, how you approach your training now everyone knows about progressive overload uh, you know we don't need to go into the in-depth of that um, I mean, the, the concept of progressive overload was um, was first first pioneered back um, just after World War II when they were recovering, uh, doing rehab tra- training for, for soldiers and stuff. So it's, it's it, you know, everyone knows about it. And it basically, all it is really is, is just, you know, setting some goals and progressively slowly moving towards those overloading putting stress on the body but sensible stress not just smashing yourself and then expecting to add some adaptation but to do it gradually over a a, a, you know a longer period of time um yeah so yeah that so progressive overload you know that's 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 basically what you want to be doing um uh, and we just we're just talking before we start there. So you need to really have some sort of structure to your to your training. Uh, and and the first first way to do that is to set yourself some goals. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. that's what we were talking about just a minute ago, weren't we, Danny? Yeah. So goal setting. Um, it almost becomes so that like you said the progressive overload side um, that comes a part of that. When you when you start setting goals, when you and you start to run, let's say you start a specific program, uh, you know a strength bias program. Um, you when we're we're going to talk more about programming, but when you're when, when we're writing programs and those pro- progressive overloads go in there, but as an athlete, you sometimes look at those first sort of three or four weeks and go. Oh, well, that's, you know, that's, you know, that's easy numbers, 40, 50, 60% worth of your, you know, working off of whatever percentages you are, but you sort of look at those first sort of steps and think, oh, that's, that's going to be, am, am I training enough? 
um, because I'm not hitting the big numbers. And, you know, people have these massive, big sort of like, you know, I'd say pound signs, but let's call them Alico plates in their eyes. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> um, in terms of, I want to lift big numbers. And I think you have to, you have to set those goals. And, and, and so that one big goal that's sat at the top of the mountain, you, there's some steps that you have to get there first. Mm, um, to reach that you can't go from sort of a to d (laughs) Um, you have to go from a to b and sometimes that might feel like it's actually you know it's fairly reasonable in terms of a you know maybe a month's worth of of training it's a quite an an easy an easy month you sort of think okay i'm easing in doesn't feel like i'm really doing much doesn't feel like i'm getting anywhere but actually you're actually moving from a to b and that is a vital piece because those those first starting blocks when it comes to um programming is is around a lot of it is around movement so making sure that you're moving correctly in those first elements um and that's going to set you in really good stead as you start to increase that load as we've uh, previously spoken about so goals are really important yeah yeah i think i think you see we we see it all over the place don't we like the mnemonic smart um and that's like obviously you know um a good way of structuring your goals um well to have a format for your goals um i always like the one kiss so keep it simple stupid so you want to keep a nice simple goal not set yourself like i'm going to get to the olympics in the year like you want you want a reason just cross that out quick yeah yeah cross that one (laughs) so keep it nice and simple but also have a clear part with danger so then have a clear and simple path so you don't just go from a to d you have what in the army we call checkpoints so you want to get to that point okay and like daniel said stepping stones stepping stones gradual ones if you want a deadlift or like a 200 kilo deadlift uh, but you can't that de- we were just talking about then your current deadlifts 130 then what's wrong with one of those stepping stones being 140 150 you know over time um and that's how you're going to progressive overload the system but also improve um sorry i'll just i'll just pick something on that as well i think with those checkpoints when you mentioned there around what you do in um, the armed forces when you get to a checkpoint you almost review what you've done and where you're going next and what you may be done well to get to that checkpoint and what you didn't do so well to get to that checkpoint. And it doesn't change when it comes to having a, you know, a strength or a fitness goal. You have a look where you're at, you go, right. Okay. Well, that felt really good. I'm going to continue on that path. That was good. But actually I didn't feel quite great here. And and this part of my training wasn't brilliant and I maybe need to adjust a couple of things. So you can start to think about changing and, and you learn and, where you're you know where you, you you're almost learning yourself what's good yeah, and yeah. what isn't good and we go back to the beginning on that basis where you sort of say well actually you know to get to this goal i've had to have you know every two days i've had to have three days off yeah. but i've hit my goal but actually is that where you want to be so actually we need to think about well, okay well maybe our next goal our next checkpoint might be a little bit further away because we're going to change the way that you that you get to that next setting yeah. Um, so it's just making sure that you you start you learn while you go along and that I, is I think a, that's brilliant yeah I think that's yeah that's, that's the exciting part of it isn't it I yeah, think yeah. 
that's the exciting part of of, of any fitness like enjoy enjoying the pro enjoying the progress enjoying those like different ways of training enjoying the yeah. you know enjoying the aesthetic look you know if you if you if you want to if you want to look a certain way that's a, a massive byproduct of training well and training properly so um yeah i just want to just get that in there because i think no, that's really, that's, that's really good point change, change your way you move yeah i think that's a really good point and i think the other thing is remembering that um strength if we're talking about strength strength is a skill as well and like you're saying that it takes time to master a skill and you need to consider like these are also parts of that 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 progression that we get our form gets better you know i mean our movement gets better our mobility gets better as we move through those checkpoints like we just said and it's good that we may need to adapt some things on the way um like you say that's why we stop there stop there to reassess everything oh you know what since i've been doing this my front back's got worse i need to make sure i do blah 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 in my warm-up or maybe i need to add front squats in to get me in a better position and reinforce that those things yeah i I know we were talking about deadlift, but we're not talking about dead. You know, that was just the example. Yeah, yeah. Um, it works everywhere, doesn't it? It works. In, yeah. You know, not just even strength. It works in, you know, if you're training for, um, you know, a triathlon, for example. You know, mm. you might look at the way that maybe swimming technique isn't quite up to where you need it to be, or you're getting the numbers in, but it's a real struggle to wake up the next day and continue you know, and, and, and do it again. So maybe there's some different ways of learning. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's a really, really important um, point that people enjoy the progress, enjoy the learning. And yeah. um, that uh, definitely helps. Well, while we're on that one as well is there's no quick fix. So a lot of people, you, uh, and I was, I'm guilt, I've been guilty of it doing a quick six week strength program to try to get strong as I could in that six weeks. Mm-hmm. really overloading myself by the end of the six weeks i'm like oh yeah you know, everything's tight i'm laying in bed rolling over like oh, i can't lay on that side that's too tight yeah Back, back's tight you know what i mean so like you say then enjoy enjoy the journey yeah. to get and, and and if you pro if you're sort of like aiming for each checkpoint like we're just talking about or stepping stone or whatever you want to call it then that's that's the enjoyment to get to there, reassess everything, and maybe you maybe even find that you're like, you know what, I want to I want to veer right here and go down a different path. But you don't want to keep changing your paths because otherwise you'll find yourself zigzagging all over the place. But again, you know, sometimes you just feel like, you know, you maybe last year's goals are completely to, the, to this year's. It, it all depends, yeah. but, but you. They say, don't they? they say the best program you're on is the, the best program in the world is the one you can stick to. And I think that's, yeah. that, that's, the, that's the most important thing. I mean, it, that's a really good point. And I think we, you know, within, so as, as a lot of people will know, you know, we are, um, well, I do, you don't, I come from a, a CrossFit learning and, and, and coaching background and I'm now doing S and C, um, my SNC training and stuff like that as well, which is just definitely slightly different. Um, so, you know, in terms of 
what we've always seen is the, the best, the, the guys that team tend to progress the most are the ones that are consistent on the, on the same program within the gym. The ones that tend to start to lose their way a bit are the ones that go, Oh yeah, the gym program's great, but I want to do like three or four or five things extra every week. And that's when it starts to go a little bit pear shaped yeah, yeah. because yeah, yeah. they start to miss out on, on what they're doing inside the gym and the gym's program and they start to go, oh, I'm going to do, you know, three days extra and I'm going to train, you know, three times a day because, you know, I really want to do, you know, in, a, in, a, in my experience, I really want to do well in, in the open, yeah, for yeah. example. So I think that that is a really interesting point. And I think I've seen that firsthand um, and I've been guilty of it. You know, I've, I've done my first couple of years just just following, you know, the gym program going, oh, well, well, I want to, I want to do something else. And you think, but look, I, I didn't look back is basically what I'm saying is I didn't look backwards and go bloody hell, look where I've come from. I didn't do yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and I think you have to do that every now and again. And, you know, that's just, uh, you know, that's things like, even if it's just looking at you know, re recording numbers, you know, taking photos of yourself, if you're looking for an aesthetic type um, look, but you know, that that's really important to just make sure that you keep looking back when it comes to progress because too many people keep looking up and go bloody yeah, it's still so far mm. away yeah. what what can i do to change i need yeah. to change it's too far away yeah, i want it quicker yeah. you know when actually what they do is go oh actually look how far i've come yeah what i'm doing look. is working you know mm. but i think that's where you've got to just sort of just be really mindful especially if you're a bit younger and you're you know, and you really, you know, you want to get somewhere, you know, you know what it's like when you're young, you want everything well, yesterday. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're impatient. And the, the going to that one as well is think, uh, logging things. That's why I always like to log everything, log everything I do. Um, and every now and then you, you, you just, you only have to go back a few books and look through and just think bloody hours. That's that all I was lifting then. Yeah. When you, and you feel like you're not going forward, but you've gone so far forward. You just, you, the problem is you like you say you get focused on where you're going and not where you've been yeah and exactly uh, right yeah and sometimes you just all you have to do is turn around and be like hang on a minute i've gone halfway across the pond or whatever yeah you know yeah I mean? or i'm up on like look up look down the mountain look how far i've come mm. you know what i mean um i'm too busy focusing on the peak but yeah it's just things like that and i think that's why logging uh you know not only as a, a way of understanding where your percentages are if you're doing strength but also to understand where you've where you've come from yeah absolutely uh, which is easily forgotten uh, i think that takes us on to programming mate so yeah uh, i think programming can be a little bit i think some people try to make it more complicated than it is like yeah yeah the definition of a program is just scheduling scheduling your workouts planning your workouts and having a a, a progress towards your goals like we yeah. just said um, I like to think of like when I program, I, I, I love programming, you know, I do, but um, when I program, yeah. I think of it like a story. So I think, right, this is where I'm going to start. Yeah. That's where I want to go. Roughly, that's where I want to be in the middle. Uh, yeah. And then I start filling the gaps in as I go, like, as I start to try to finish the story off. And that's how I finish. That's how I write, write a program. I mean, most, like, you can't like most people could probably write their own programming. I mean, it takes some time. Yeah. You have to be careful. Um, and like you say, if you've got a progression to go through it. Um, but yeah, that, uh, I think don't make it over complicated. Um, no, but just don't, and don't try like, so you get a lot of people. It's like, like, a, um, 
they chuck too much too much into it sometimes. Like yeah, yeah. Start <laughs> off, just start off gradually, and you can see why. Oh, that that only took me thirty minutes that time. And, you know, to do the whole session, that's not a problem. How did I feel? Yeah, yeah and just gradually build stuff on. Don't like back to that recording. I think the there's again. Yeah, I mean, for me, I I mean, I I like I love same as you. I love programming. I see it as like um. Um, I don't know what's the word, but but I I, I enjoy the, the, the I, I enjoy the progress side of it of seeing where programming comes, so seeing where the programming is is, is 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 gone, so how it's how it's helped, and you see you see it. So for me, like programming is important as a as an athlete, but also as a coach to have a program and have something visually to, to set and, and, and go to, but also from a coach perspective, I feel that what I do see in, in some, in some programs is the lack of explanation as to why things are being done at what reason. So, you know, we talk, we've got friends within the physio world and the way that they explain something. So if that, if you've got an injury for an example, and they explain as to why that, the rehab, they'll tell you what it's doing and why they're doing that. Yeah. This, the reason that we're giving you this piece of rehab is because that's going to do this and that's going to help that part of the rotator cuff, which is ultimately going to strengthen it, which is going to allow you to remove. Perfect. That's an explanation, not just do this movement. Good luck. You know, and, and I think sometimes people get really, really, you know, programming from a, um, from a purchase, let's say from a, from a purchasing perspective, people go, oh, well, you know, so-and-so is on this program. So I'm going to go on that program. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just go and do that. Great. I'm going to pay, you know, $60, a month. And I'm going to go and do that program because, you know, the best athletes in the world are doing it. So that's where I want to be. When actually you probably need to take a little bit of a step back and actually get a little bit more of a personable, um, a personable uh, program. And I think I heard it and I can't think who, who said it, but I heard it this week about having the right coach that actually cares about what the program is and you as an individual, what you tend to find with a lot of these programs that are out there is that just, they're just rainbow programs. They're just, you know, they're literally just, they're all the same. And all they do is that you're, you're just filling your percentages of stuff, but pretty much everything else is the same and you're just all following the same thing. It's not personal to you and potentially maybe not personal to your goals. So be really wary about who, where, and when, and that's a really good, there's some really good, you know, coaches out there. Ray, you you are my, you have been um, my coach for a while now when it comes to um, personal programming and obviously with, with the gym stuff. And, but you looked at that, at, you looked at what my goals were and you, like you said there, you picked up a, you picked up my story and you, you looked at my end goals and then you found, you put the story and their goals together and then you work backwards. Um, and that's what, that is the key to really good programming. You told me why I was doing it. You explained to me the reasons why this is going to be really good for you here, because I've got something here that's going to benefit you, you know, you know, by doing that. So I think people get very, very bogged down with programming and it doesn't need to be that way. Um, it just needs to be, like you say, simple. Someone look at someone that cares. Like if, it, if even if it's just the, like a CrossFit gym, you know, a CrossFit gym is, you know, I'll always obviously have a little bit of a, um, a place for me because it's, um, 
the, the program is there the explanation for every you know the coach gives you an explanation as to why you're doing that at that time at that point if they've got an over you know an, an overview of a month's worth of programming they'll tell you as to where they want you to be so again that explanation comes in so so yeah i think you're right programming doesn't need to be you know certainly doesn't need to be three four five hours long unless you're at that level obviously um you're at that sort of high you know it's your it's your career for for example so yeah so yeah it's, sorry. It's, it's, yeah, went into one there i'm sorry it's just a big it's a big thing for me because people get so into um to programming i've seen some good and i've seen some really bad mm. um and I, I just think it is important because having the having the right having that right path set the path that we're talking about is the program right does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. and if that's not if that's not done correctly and, and based around you as an individual, um, then you can sometimes get a little bit. That's where people get a bit lost. So, yeah. Um, well, I think if you're if you're a coach listening to this, I think you need to also know as well as programming for your clients' goals. Say I've never mentioned and I haven't written it down in my notes, but like I, I, I'm a big fan of. Kenister and and everything that he you know believes in he's you know and, and and I've done a lot of his courses. I believe when I'm programming as well is to expose my clients to the archetypes: um, front rack position, overhead position, squat, pistol, all these sort of um, hinge. Um, you know these archetypes that are gonna benefit them in the way that. Um, yes, they might struggle to get through that front rack position, but over time, that's going to ha- like help them move better. Not just again, not just moving better in the gym and towards their goal, but in life, opening that T spine up, that thoracic spine up is going to yeah. help stop them having that that hunch, having lower back problems in the future. So I do think that's other things that I think about when I'm programming for people to expose them to those archetypes and then yeah. give them, they give me feedback. Then I'll give them mobility exercises to improve that. And over time, which does take mobility stuff, you know, we'll talk about this in a minute and it takes time to improve. Um, but I expose them to that in the training. So they harbor the half in, in their warmups as well. So half the time they don't even know that they're doing the mobility stuff. That, no, yeah. Uh, that so because they so don't, it's a lot of people don't like it. So it's probably a good, good, put, good uh, way to move into mobility, actually, and the importance of it um, <clears throat> when it comes to training. Because I think, like you just said there, people don't like it. And uh, some people do. You know, that's probably the wrong way to say it. But there are a lot of people there's out big, there that... Yeah, there's, yeah. A big, there's a big portion. We, we, you know, you know ourselves, when we program it as a session in the gym, that will almost definitely be one of our lowest that and overhead squats one of our lowest um attendance days should we say yeah so that that's um, that's actually yeah that's interesting because we uh, for you guys that aren't you know, for anyone listening that obviously doesn't have any involvement with within our gym we actually set we actually have a mobility day um so our so part of our program is a day where we do either sort of soft tissue work or we do some banded mobility or we work we really work around our mobility Mm. um for for our for our for our members 
um and yeah it's the um it's the least it's the least attended day um but we need to put it in because we're going back to that you know train smart you know well that's, that's it you, if you believe in something even though like you, you someone said to me a while ago you, you you can't um so you, your clients you you don't program what they want you program what they need okay um, and sometimes you have to get them to get a buy-in on that that need. Like we said just a minute ago, you can't like we we want the gym session. Not you don't want to be just good at the gym. No, okay? no. Right, you don't want to be. Oh yeah, I'm amazing in the gym, and then walk around all day hunched over, yeah. backs killing, everything's hurting. That's why the the train smart method is the like be train in the gym to be good out out of the gym okay and, and and be able to move around be able to play with your kids you know be able to run for the bus or be, yeah be whatever um, but the training is as much as it is for that goal it's also for the goal of life as well without going too deep mm. <laughs> yeah no it's a it's a good it's a valid point i think we we tend to look at the gym as the be or end all um and uh, again I, I keep harping on about crossfit gym it, it it gets a bit like that and we've had it you know we've had it in our, in our own environment where mm. it gets a bit too competitive for, for its own good and, and doesn't it becomes less enjoyable because we're focusing on who, who do i just beat in a workout it's not yeah. really important it isn't important yeah. I think the, the whole point of the gym is to enjoy it the whole point of the gym is to try things out you know <coughs> try things out in a workout try different different ways of breathing for example i'm going to try a different way of breathing through this workout you know there's some there's some great you know some great coaches around power monkey that talk around me breathing while you exercise um chris Hinshaw, as an example so and i think that goes through with the um Training and competing, doesn't it? You know, training is training. A competition should be like one or two a year. It shouldn't be every day in the gym. No, no, uh, no. And you'll find as well as if people were competing, they would do anything to win. And I don't mean, I'm not talking about the reps. I mean, they will like compromise form. So they will just go for it. Yes. Back, back around. And, like, and that's why we, we like, you know, been nearly four years now we stopped being a crossfit gym and being a uh, strength and condition gym we use elements of, of crossfit we use yeah, elements yeah. of circuit training then you know circuit training you know crossfit took that on we use elements of that so and we use elements of like mobility you know we have different days for different things don't we um but anyway but since we've done that the, the competitive side of it has come out and i, I you know i'm like you I, I, i've got a lot of thanks for towards crossfit for setting me up the way we are uh, but sometimes it can be i think people look at it as the games so it's their little mini games and i think mm. sometimes that's that's where it goes wrong and i don't think that's that's anything to do with crossfit i just think it's the way some people see it yeah uh, you tend to find a lot of people a lot of people that come into crossfit are usually um very competitive and have done stuff competitive in a previous almost like a previous life so you get like competitive swimmers competitive runners competitive sports people so rugby football mm. you know and then they come into this environment where they see this up more competition again yeah. um and really almost look at it that way yeah. um and you just gotta sometimes take a bit of a step back from that yeah, and yeah. like you say when you're when you're 
going when you are a competitive person and you're going to do a competition completely that that all changes um but if you're like you say if you're compromising your form every time you do a workout you know when you do get to that competition floor let's say that starts to hinder you quite a lot because when you are tired and you're moving badly that's just going to put you in a real really bad spot so i think that the the training the 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 gym environment is is an environment that you should enjoy you know have yeah there's nothing wrong with a little bit of competition you know it it pushes you there's a little bit of a motivation side of that that's fine but you've just got to make sure that you go okay and we have levels so we have we in our gym we have a, a level system that allows you know each individual to do the same workout at a different level yeah, yeah. um and i think some days some days i'll walk into the gym and i think do you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna step down two levels today because you know i feel like i probably need to do that and it's going to benefit me so yeah. you know it might be a case of using a lesser weight it might be a case of running a lesser distance you know just to give my you know, just for me to just take a bit of a step back yeah. um and we sort of get into that point where we're sort of training at a certain age, you know, and I thought, <laughs> not. Yeah, that, that takes us on to the good bit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's right. take a step back a little bit and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's just a case I've still, I've still enjoyed a workout. I've got something out of it and I've been, and most, and the most important part is I've, I've just trained with my friends. Yeah. Um, and we've all, we've all just gone through a really cool workout or we've just, you know, everyone's sort of learned something. We've learned something new when it comes to maybe, you know, a, you know part of a snatch or whatever it might be. So, um, yeah, I think it's just just take a step back, you know, just take yeah. a step back and actually look at training as more of an enjoyable. It goes back to that progress side again, where yeah. we enjoy the progress of it. Um, it doesn't need to be a, a competition every single day, um, and just make sure that you know that you you're getting your your explanation as to what is what's being done and why. So, yeah, I think uh, like that uh, takes us nicely onto training in your. Off, like you're not so peak year, should we say? Like for, for me, like training over forty, I, I as soon as I was, not as like the day I turned forty, but definitely when I went over that forty um, year, so nearly forty five next year, forty five. But Oof. yeah, but I definitely felt a difference in in training. Not so much in training. Normally, I can train quite well, but the next day, the recovery if those little niggles that I used to get would last one or two days would last one or two weeks, maybe longer. Um, so recovery was, um, or is something that I have to really, really think about. That's, that's part, like a massive part of my programming for myself Yeah. and, um, for my older clients, I have to really, really think about the volume that I'm giving. Um, I have to think that's why you, you can't just add one, one program fits all, you know, because everyone's different, but exactly. definitely the archetypes I put them through. Um, um, but definitely, like I say, more the recovery side of things. And, and and I think as you get older, you need to really, 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 like you should be doing it anyway, but listen to your body. And like you say then, know when to back off. Like yeah. I come in today, I'm, oh, everything's tight. My body's tight. Like, why force it through uh, uh, you know what we uh, one of our level four systems when you could drop down to level three or two get a good workout get moving probably lighter weight and help you move a little bit quicker you'll get fitter because you'll move quicker but um 
overall you probably just end up just loosening everything up and feeling so much better afterwards rather than feeling like crap so I just drop yeah. a pen um, but yeah listening to your body is a massive thing even when you're whatever age you are do you know what I mean but I think as you get older you have to think about it more I have two set days now that, that you know are active recovery days so I don't like to have a complete rest day I do I do sometimes I'll just have a day where I don't do anything but I find that um, if I do that that inactivity I, I you know I can't have too many of those because I just everything gets gets um, too tight too sore you know I have to move I have to move more really, in some way yeah yeah in some yeah, way yeah. Um, like I say I, I one midweek recovery active recovery day and, and on sunday i normally have an active recovery day where i don't yeah. flush myself i spend a bit i like i spend most days doing some sort of foam rolling or, or some sort of mobility in my warm-ups everything in my warm-ups i've got mobility but i do focus on um having two days where that really do put more effort into it so like i've, I've got one of those little mobiles uh saunas so i'll have, maybe i'll have a sauna maybe i'll have a cold bath uh, the cold bath is not obviously to produce information it's just literally mental side of things like it, it clears it. I, don't, I don't know how to explain but it clears your mind and everything um or maybe have a warm bath um, with some epsom salts in there i mean like i've had people say to me before about the salts do they work is there like um this is one thing I was thinking about the other day. It's like, yeah, there's probably not enough research out there on it. No. And that doesn't mean to say that you can't, like, as long as it's safe, you can't try it on yourself. And if you feel like you're getting a result for it, if you wait for studies to come out, you, you never end up doing anything, really. If you get a clear, waiting for a clear study to come out and say that this definitely works, yeah. then you'll never do anything. And we go back to before, like you're treating yourself like your own lab, your laboratory. So you're just trying things out on yourself. What does that, you know, and then feel, did that make notes? Did that feel better that time? You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do it. If it's a placebo, I don't care if it's a placebo, if it still works. It really, I feel like it, it helps me recover. Whether yeah, it does yeah. or not, you can argue the toss. Um, time as well time time with that i think you, you know you're not going to get into one <laughs> you're not going to get into one cold bath and be like mm. bloody hell my whole life's changed you know it's going to take time to see some yeah. benefits from doing something over a period so i think if you're going to try something just just stick with it stick with it for yeah. a while and you know you, you it might just be that on that on that you know on that run in in an eight weeks time you start to feel good and you think do you reckon that it could be that it could you know yeah. that's the thing I've changed that that could be the reason you know, you know we said it before about food and that could be the reason why I'm doing so well because I've had a month worth of eating really good food. I didn't eat one good meal and all of a sudden I ran 26 miles <laughs> um you know it's you know it's over a period of time so yeah if you are doing these these different things just make sure you are you know you're, you're trying things out and you're testing things out you know but you're doing it Firstly, in a controlled way. Um, secondly, recorded. And thirdly, make sure you stick with it, just like we say with a program. Don't go, yeah. I'm going to try that. Now I'm going to try that. Now I'm going to mm. go and try that over there. Very much, you know, stick with something and just see where you're at with it. So, um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, the training as you get older, because I've always, I've always played football uh, average level. 
Um, and now as I've got a little bit older, you know, you start to hear the rumblings of, oh, you can't be playing much longer. How long are you going to play for? What I've done is where I've obviously where I'm training with, you know, in, in the gym and doing things in the gym and obviously now outside the gym um, with, the, with the lockdown is I'm training smart to allow me to continue playing football and I'm from a sporting aspect. So, you know, guys my age, so guys I went to school with or guys that I've played football with years and years ago, done, finished, nowhere near playing, knees, hips, you know, yeah. overweight, you know, they've just decided they don't want to, you know, that's it. They've, they've, they can't play now. Whereas, you know, I've got I've still got a couple of really good friends that are um, even slightly older than me that are still playing. And the reason before that is because they've looked after self and trained smart. And I think as you get older, that definitely plays a really big part, especially if you're doing stuff outside the gym environment. It doesn't change between being outside and inside the gym. Things are still the same. I still train smart. I still look at, you know, if I do that, is that going to hinder me when I want to go over there and, and actually do something else? So just really being, you, you are a lot more aware anyway as you get older, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you do, yeah. You give um, it a sensible. It's a bit like, it's a bit like when you're younger, you go out, you go out on the piss and you, you pretty much go hard for like three days. Whereas now it's like, you know, as <laughs> you get older, it's <laughs> once every two months and you don't really do much. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. you have a couple of pints, but you know, cause it's a lot longer to recover. So yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Don't, if you think of it like that, if you just <laughs> drunk, when you're younger, you get out and go for a run the next day. But when you're older, you're probably <laughs> in your bed all day. Or if you've got kids, you're just trying to hang out and trying to survive the day. And it takes you longer to recover. So, yeah, it's the same principle, really. And, I, you know, I know now that I can't train heavy too often. I have no. to train heavy maybe once or twice a week. Uh, and that's like like not heavy heavy do you know what i mean I, I tend to like 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 a normal cycle really like my heavy week i'll have that and then i'll have a good few weeks leading up to that you know and a, a good deload week after the yeah. heavy week and stuff like that yeah. just being and i find i have i'll do more accessory stuff and unilateral work than i do big compound movements all the time now where i used to do a lot of compound movements but I still do those movements, but I do a hell of a lot more accessory stuff towards those and unilateral stuff. Bodyweight yeah. training, bodyweight training, I'm getting into that more at the moment um, because I can't do stuff like Olympic lifts because I've still got um, a hamstring uh, tendonopathy. Um, and we'll go, I would like to do the next podcast actually with one of our, with our physio guys, our ex guys, um, and talk about rehab and, and stuff like yeah. that. That'd yeah, be that'd be a really good, good. One. Yeah, yeah really just good. stuff like that. But even with the bodyweight stuff, I think people will realize as well, got to realize that that needs to be progressive, increasing reps rather than going in straight in, oh, I'm going to do 100 pull ups today. And they haven't done like, 10 pull-ups for ages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything has to be progressive. Again, even if it is body weight, you're going to have a massive after effect. Um, There's a balance, isn't there? There's a massive balance. I think when when people think about high volume, oh, sorry, but when people think about lesser weight, yes, we always say, you know, if you're dropping weight down, the volume starts to increase, which which is how our programs should work. But, there's a balance. There's a real balance. Like you say, there's no point going out and saying, well, I'm going to do a hundred pull-ups and 200 
you know, press ups and 300 air squats, you know, for the, for the next week, every day, because it just, just, just you, <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's no, there's no weight, but the vo- that volume is high. It's still high volume. So again, progressive overload, almost volume overload, I suppose is, is probably what I'm sort of trying to get at is you don't need to go hard on the volume, you know, progressively move your volume up um is probably what i'm trying to get at is just you know just because the weight's lighter or there's no weight at all it doesn't mean you still need to really think about um what you're doing with volume because um you know it could be just as just as dangerous i think especially if you're moving quickly Hmm. yeah like you say now like lots of people obviously can't get to the gym now so they are doing more at home yes um, and more so body weight movements are getting used a lot more. Running outdoors, love uh, what I love at the moment, mate, is just seeing people outdoors, yeah, being, being active. And it, we know it's we know it's hard at this time of the year because of the cold weather, the rain. But it's nice to see people out doing stuff. And I think um, I'd like that. Uh, we said it many times before. I'd like to see that continue. I think it will do in the summer, mm. but I'd like to see it continue over the years, even. Um, you know, post-COVID, once COVID's gone, mm. I like to see people stay active, stay outside. I think, yeah. you know, having that connection with nature is something that we all need mentally, yeah. mental health. That's another podcast we need to do. I know we've done stuff on that before, but uh, uh, but yeah, that, that, that nature side of things, I think we get disconnected through it, through technology, um, massively through technology and i think that's what has an effect on our mental health overall yeah definitely i think that's a a really big a really good point about you know being outside um, and even more so now we're we're we're, we're working from home we're we're obviously training from home Mm. Um, and so just moving uh, and being out and about and moving even if it's just a you know a couple of mile walk you know every other day being out you know that that's i think you know we've had it in previous podcasts where you know going out for a walk you're never going to come back from a walk and be like I shouldn't have done that that was rubbish no <laughs> you know i mean yeah. it's not not going to happen is it? <laughs> there's always some benefit you know mm-hmm. from it you know don't get you know it's, there's there's a there's some, some really good benefits to just just going out and moving and you know, it, it could even be part of your active recovery yeah. day and yeah, I, yeah. you know it's um I think being outside and, and let's say train training at home now and training in the garden, all those types of things has some limitation, but actually there's some really good things you can still do body weight. We've spoken about, yeah. you know, you, you don't need to have a jungle gym at home. Um, you know, you don't need everything that a gym would have at home to, to, to get really good workouts going, you know, mm. You know, it could just be a, a kettlebell and yeah. that's, that's it <laughs> yeah, it's in, in some regards. So I think there's, there's lots of, um, there's lots of people out there that are like, Oh God, okay. The gym's closed. What am I going to do? But there's so many things you can do. Body weight, I say going out for a, a little run every now and again, and just move, um, you know, mo- moving's the key, just move. And that's, that's where you want to, that's where you want to get to. So, but I think, great great um great point about maybe doing something around the, the mental health side again we've yeah. we've touched on it in season one um massively yeah, yeah, massively in season one um yeah. but maybe we just touch on it slightly again in the next couple of episodes around um the the, the 
the the exercise and mental health and just some of the things that, that come that, that come alongside that so yeah 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 lots to talk about like we were gonna stop um at this on this episode weren't we we were gonna we just yes three but we've had so much um positive feedback we've had lots of people um listening watching on youtube so we feel like we need to carry going forward and keep giving you guys good content or as, as good as we can like like yeah. we say we we um we, you know we don't edit these these podcasts we just it's just basically me and Danny having a good chat and you you guys just listening in FBI style you know <laughs> just listening to we you know and we just give our view and our view you know this is what what we believe in it's not necessarily what other other maybe coaches or trainers or whoever um, believe in, or, or they may even just be saying, oh, to be different, oh, that's not what you should be doing. You should be doing this. You know, everyone wants to be different nowadays. I find that's another thing I keep seeing a lot is everyone's trying to be different, reinventing the wheel. When I think fancy. the most important thing is just to keep it simple and keep it to your client base. If they know yeah. a certain word means a certain thing, you know, you don't have to go and change that word round um, to make it sound better for you. Um, just I think, keep everything simple. Yeah, I think on that, when you said there around, you know, there might be people out there that go, oh, what's he on about? Um, we're talking from experience. Mm. So we're talking from our own experiences and what we've learned in our own training methods, our own backgrounds, you know, whether it's a sporting background or, or like you Ray, with your, your career background, we're talking from our own experiences, but then also we're talking from the experiences that we've had as coaches as well. And what yeah. we've seen with our own clients, whether it's, you know, whether it's someone in, in the gym, whether it's someone that we're, we're, we're privately programming and, and yeah, looking we've, after. We've trained, we've trained for over thousands, thousands of people you know, if you look at it for a long period of time. So, we, we you know, it's not something we're making up. No, also, we do it. a lot, we do a lot of like, studying. I, I, I'm a big fan of like Russian strength training and I, I, you know, do a lot of studying on that. I have done for years. Crazy yeah, yeah. But it got a lot, of, there's a lot of sense there as well. A lot yeah. of madness. I don't, you know. A lot of craziness, I, I yeah. Say I follow a big, big fan of um, Kelly Sturette. I think, you know, yeah some of the stuff yeah i believe a lot in what he does i believe i I find a lot i try to get all my knowledge from different different sources as many different sources as possible because there's yeah yeah loads of different ways and i love learning love learning now where i didn't when i was at school but no exactly um yeah and so then that's all we're trying to do give you what we know from our experiences from what we've gathered over the years and hopefully it's you know it gives you uh, uh, you know passing on the knowledge basically yeah and, and we're we've always said we? we're still learning aren't we everyone's still yeah learning. all the time all Stay the time open, open mind i think that's yeah. the biggest thing i think you know yeah absolutely I, I totally agree you know we keep learning and what we learn we we try and pass on as best we can especially to to people within our with our within our own you know our own circle and gym and and you know we're almost opening that little circle up with this podcast and this season yeah, so definitely. um yeah looking forward to continuing so we're gonna as ray mentioned there we're gonna try and do um some uh we're gonna get a chat with um 
our physio guys. So the guys that are in our gym um, and see if we can get them to come on and, and have a good chat around rehab and some, some good, some bad. And, and we're probably going to hear about the ugly as well on some of that. So uh, yeah, we look forward to, to chatting to, to Cam, Dan and the team um, in our next episode. So um, I think that's a good place to, yeah to um to, to wrap up so that was our episode three guys that was our training that was training let's say it again train to train another day yeah um so remember that but for now <laughs> um it's goodbye from me yeah stay strong for me uh have a good weekend guys have a good week uh, just enjoy enjoy life take care see you later